everybody. Welcome back to episode 11 of Midlife Millennials. I am Stacy. I'm Mandy. And it is September. Fall is basically here. <laughs> um, except for those picky people that are like, oh, it's like September 22nd. Like, no, September's the first fall month. Like, I'm sorry. It's Heck just, yeah. it's fall. <laughs> yeah. I mean, in San Diego, we don't get fall weather necessarily. We don't get like the changing of the leaves or anything. So we just call it September. We just, we, there's no marker for it. Like visually. So we have to, we have to ask what's your poison <laughs> to start out this lovely fall month. Well, to start out today, I'm drinking a strawberry lemonade with ice. Ooh, still very summery. It is very, I know. Oh, dang it. I missed the memo. <laughs> <laughs> I have a Cider Creek hard cider. Uh, it's their Loganberry flavor. So they are, Cider Creek is also a New York cidery. The can even says New York's most awarded farm cidery. So, and I haven't wow. opened it yet. I was waiting so I could. Ah. Oh my God. Mm hmm. Because I'm not adding in sound effects. Not that talented. <laughs> you can even hear the gulp of that luscious beverage. No, that was like. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that was. <laughs> it is tasty, for sure. Again, very much like how I am with uh, Angry Orchard. I prefer just like the regular, unfiltered, and this one sort of right. has like this berry flavor with it. It's good. Not my favorite. They also make a great mango cranberry one that's super good. Oh, nice. Is it on the sweet side or is it uh, a bit more um, bitter? Let me taste it again. <laughs> <laughs> Swish it around. <laughs> <laughs> it is a little bit tart. Ooh, that one was mm. a lot tart. <laughs> but I did just have a bowl of ice cream before we started. So maybe that's why it seems like it, it says it's semi-sweet. I would agree with that. And okay, medium okay. tartness. So, nice. yes, right. I feel like that's spot on. Nice. Yeah. Very cool. So, before we start today, I have to tell you this. I was thoroughly disappointed um, because Kathy has failed me. Oh, Kathy. Kathy. For those of you that have been following the show, Kathy, the tissue box designer for Kleenex, <laughs> has failed. I don't oh. know if you have gone down the tissue aisle this season. I, when my sister was here, we'll get to vacation in a little bit, but when my sister was here, I made it up to Costco because I was getting her from the airport. There's a Costco by the airport. I was all excited. I'm like, I'm going to go in. I'm going to get like my year's supply of tissues. And <laughs> I can't wait to see what Kathy has in store for me. And I go in and I'm like, what the fuck is that? Damn it, Kathy. It's like these weird, I think Kathy has been fired. I think this is Fred and his weird little kitschy art, like, let's make every box look like a child's room. Oh, no. It's weird. Oh. It's very cartoony, very much not my style. So I could not purchase the giant year supply of tissues. What are you thinking, Fred? Damn it, Fred. Um... So I ended up having to just go to the the good old box store near my house. And I ended up purchasing Puffs because Puffs clearly headhunted for Kathy and she now works for them. Oh, man. <laughs> because their boxes were so much more pleasing and soothing and matched my decor. So yeah. I now have the, the Puffs with the aloe, the really oh, fancy nice. ones. That's a yeah. good choice. That's a good choice. I think they'll be okay. But I was just very, very disappointed. That's traumatizing because you went through all the trouble to go to Costco, walk through Costco, mm -hmm. just to discover that, that Kathy had betrayed you. I know. And I'm sorry. I don't have children, so I don't want things that represent children in my home. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even want pictures sorry. of children in my home. <laughs> So I certainly don't want tissue boxes that look like kid stuff and hey, it's a playroom or whatever the fuck Fred oh, had up his ass. But <laughs> oh, Fred, he's he's still living 
his childhood days. He probably lives in his mom's basement. (laughs) He's putting all the stuff on the tissue boxes that he wish he had as a child. Or he is actually literally taking the drawings that he did as a child and and the colorings and putting them, (laughs) submitting them. That's very possible. Very possible. So, yes, I... I, I guess we figured out what happened. Kathy now works for Puffs. Yeah. Kleenex can suck it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're going where Kathy goes. <laughs> I just need the pleasing, calming colors. Like, I can't do the bright, vibrant, ha, box. <laughs> like, keep <laughs> tapping us all over it. I don't know. I don't know. It's too much. It's too much. Let's talk about happy things. How has your summer been? Um, my summer has been pretty uh, productive, very low on the eventful, but I will take productivity over going out and like being out and about any day. So I had a lot of projects mm-hmm. that I wanted to get taken care of around the house. Um, a lot of to do's, if you will. Um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I, Because I really to do's turn into ta-da's. Yeah. I love that. I've never heard that. <laughs> I just made it up. <gasps> wow. It just dawned on me. I know, right? I I'm probably so heard impressed. it somewhere and it's I'm 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 genuinely impressed. I think that, that I thought that was like a thing you learned as a teacher, like to say. You you have to now say that to your I children. do. I'm going to tell that to the kids when our, here's our to-do list today, boys and girls, and remember our to-dos turn into Ta-da! Be all, yes, it's going to be a call and response thing. Yes. This I is fantastic. It. I'm ready to start yeah. the year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I yeah. digress. Continue with your vacation. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it would just really, um, a lot of, um, a lot of projects were, were knocked off the list. Um, so I, you know, having anxiety and, and, and being real, um, uppity i guess is kind of what i call it um and and lists are amazing for me and planning things out so i've been using my happy planner um and uh just just your, the satisfaction of of knocking it off there my what yeah your happy, happy planner yes yes you've never heard of happy planner no oh oh Stacey. explain <laughs> what so okay so there's I like um, to be happy and i like to plan no, well, the year this is right up your alley. So, okay. Happy Planner, um, you you can get it online. Um, they have basically like, um, okay, so if you go through Michaels, um, they you can like build your own planner, and they have the discs that are the um, how do I put it? The binding for the planners. Did you ever see that in Michaels or because Michaels has their own like reflections brand, but then there's Happy Planner that they sell there too. Um, oh. I guess so, I've never really looked. Yeah, so I I do like the I love the Galaxy stuff as 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 you well know, and so mm-hmm. I have the Galaxy theme one. I even got one for next year too. <laughs> so um, nice. you can build your own. You could fill it with um, you know the the dividers that you want, like pretty much build your own. But this one came pre designed and put together um i love it i absolutely love it i could go into more detail off air for with you because i could go on and on with this but they have like um like you could do like washi tape and and all these like stickers and stuff like that that you could put in your planner it's a whole new world wow it's it's a wondrous place (laughs) for you and me Nice. Yeah, exactly. It makes you Disney sing. Yes. So uh, it's just that happy. Yeah. It's Disney happy. Um, which they have Disney themed stuff too. Oh my God. It's adorable. Um, they just, I think they're coming out with their Hocus Pocus one, but anyway, I digress extremely. So back to, back to, to this. Um, it's, it's like therapy. It's really good for me. Um, and I love it. So I, have everything planned out. I even planned out all of my meals for the whole month and it kept me so in line. And yeah, no, I'm, I'm super, my every day is planned out. I hate spontaneity, but that's a whole other story. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so I just accomplished a lot. I, 
That's did, great. Took a lot of me time too. So I think that was good too. Yeah. That's really important. Yeah, for sure. What about you? Um, I, well, I worked part of the summer early on. Um, so I tried to be productive, like in between all the stuff. So my sister and my niece came out for about a week and we kind of ran ragged all over the place. Um, <laughs> so we actually went up to Seneca Falls, which is the um, birthplace of women's rights and the suffrage movement and all that stuff. So we went to the national park up there and like did a bunch of uh, Seneca Falls stuff. Um, also, you know, they have the um, freaking It's a Wonderful Life museum and stuff like that. But Nice. I found out that apparently, <laughs> apparently my family is just not a big It's a Wonderful Life family. Um, <laughs> I've seen the movie. It's fine. It's not my favorite holiday movie. <laughs> um, but it was, you know, supposedly modeled after Seneca Falls. So they have like some stuff up there for that too, which is cool. Um, oh, nice. Yeah, we did a lot out on Seneca Lake. We actually went out for a couple different boat things, activities out there. Um, one of which was like a nineties cruise, <laughs> which awesome. was, it was fun enough. I mean, once you drink a little bit and start dancing, but I have many, many complaints that we will not get into, but it was still fun. Cause it was my <laughs> sister. Um, yeah, we did of course, like a big family thing. So we had cousins and stuff up to my mom's house. So that was cool. So pretty much all the like fun stuff, I guess <laughs> yeah. was when my sister and my niece were here. Um, other than that, I've been trying to kind of do like you've been doing, take care of things around the house, get projects finished that I've been putting off for like the entire year that I've lived here. <laughs> so, which involved like, this is such the millennial in me. It involved contacting my landlords to get things fixed, which I've been letting sit for a year because I didn't want to contact my landlords. <laughs> So I now have like a working bathroom fan and a working like light outside the doorway, you know, stuff like that. that... Yeah. <laughs> but now I've discovered that my landlord will respond if I text her. So that's, I'm all about that. Cool. <laughs> so yeah. that has worked out well. She, is she a millennial too? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh. <laughs> She's like a boomer, I'm sure. Um, oh, but she around that section. age. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Takes her a while to text back, but she does respond. So, <laughs> hey. yeah. Nice. Uh, so, cool. but now with it being, you know, September, um, you clearly, if you're planning, you probably have had some big schedule shifts now that you're not at your job. So last our listeners knew is that you had left a job. Um, but I don't yeah. think you really elaborated on your next journey. I didn't. I have begun my next journey into, uh, who, who knows where. Um, <laughs> so I, I <laughs> there's some uh, cops after you out there, by the way. There, yeah, I know. I, <laughs> I just heard the siren. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> I know. You're so far away. How can you hear me? I have time. Uh, <laughs> Run! <laughs> Take us with you so we can get the whole journey recorded. <laughs> this is surely to make us go viral. <laughs> um, so I uh, recently started working, it was actually before they went on summer break, started working for an education center that focuses on um, the entire campus is catered to students with special needs. So we've got anything from autistic spectrum to uh, Down syndrome to angel syndrome and just all kinds of um, mental disabilities, behavioral. Um, so these are students who unfortunately are not um, for one reason or another, several several reasons um, can can occur uh, that cause these students to no longer be able to attend public schools. So, this private school takes them in and provides them a more one-on-one -on -one, um, sort of uh, learning. So, there's these behavioral aids, which is what I am, that. Um, is able to pay a lot more attention to each child individually. Uh, so there's like seven of us in, in one classroom of nine students. So there we're spread out for these, these students to, um, really, you know, it's, it's another chance for them to 
get the learning that they need and be able to function the best that they can as they grow older. So uh, this started back up this past Monday. So I had three weeks off. Um, I worked, I put in two weeks before those three weeks off. So it's, it's interesting getting used to like a school schedule, but I'm digging it. Like it would have been nice if I had built up some PTO for those three weeks, but, (laughs) (laughs) but, uh, already, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) I'm like, "Uh, guys, I don't have anything to cover this. Oh no. Yeah. So uh, (laughs) we're getting back into it and boy, oh boy, we've, they they don't want to be there just as much as we don't want to be there after a three week break. They're, they're getting into the rhythm just like we are. And, and, and <laughs> the behaviors are wild. That's for sure. So how yeah, I usually have the opposite. We have sort of a grace period at the beginning of most school years mm-hmm. for like, you know, the gen ed classroom. I think it's, it becomes less and less as you go up in grade level, but for first grade, you get about, three to five days, depending on the year, depending on the group of kids, you get about three to five days where they're like really engaged and listening and kind of terrified because they don't know you and they may not know a lot of their classmates. (laughs) So um, everything's sort of fresh and new. And then one will start to settle in a little bit too much and then everybody else thinks they can. And then it's, you know, you got to really crack down on. Yeah. Yeah. The the personalities start coming out and yeah. All that. <laughs> right. So I'm trying this year to be, um, you know, I do every year, but I try to be very proactive about it. And uh, hopefully that kind of keeps some other things at bay that may have come up if I hadn't, you know, set the stage for things. So you just really yeah. have to, um, yeah, be thinking you know, 20 steps ahead <laughs> of a seven-year-old. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm I'm seeing that a lot with uh, some of these behaviors are really extreme They're, Um, and, and I'm just learning kind of being how to be around multiple students with multiple different behavioral issues and all of that. And, and it's really good. Like the staff has everybody's back. So if one kid starts swinging, then <laughs> everybody's mm-hmm. got their back and um, is able to kind of help subside that behavior from getting any worse. So it's, it's really new. It's really interesting, but I've recently discovered that there's, you know, some, uh, good reason to be there. And I, I'm glad I made the decision I did. Um, and mm-hmm. I have a lot more me time too. So that's even better. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Have you found now, of course, this is like a new job with a totally different schedule and, you know, totally different, needs and everything. Um, do you find that you prepare for the work week a little differently with this compared to what you were before? Yeah, for sure. I, um, so we, we have to carry a whistle, um, if, if anything were to happen. So I'm like, I've, I've got new stuff to take with me. I've, I've, um, I don't need any, like, you know, vests or pads or anything like that just yet. <laughs> I've been slung oh, on a good. Times, but I don't need anything special. But um but I, I have I think more so I've been able to actually open up my my schedule more or my schedule has been open up a little bit more for me to do like morning routines and evening routines. I can come home and like cook a good dinner. Uh, versus being too tired when I get home from work and saying, we're going to eat fast food or doing something unhealthy. So I've noticed that I've been able to acclimate uh, to a more productive and a healthier routine throughout the day. So this has definitely uh, made it a lot easier in that respect. Um, I do have like new stories to tell. So instead of coming home and bitching and <laughs> <laughs> the people there, I, I come home and I'm like, Oh my gosh, you'll never guess what happened. I got vomited on or something like, oh, <laughs> like oh no, food, yeah, a student food <laughs> at me on purpose. No. <laughs> oh, gross. Yeah. Yeah. So it's every, every day's a going into a war zone and I prepare accordingly. <laughs> and yeah. So other than that, there's not a, not a whole lot of other preparation really that I've I've done it. I'm still 
really getting used to it. So it's, you know, you're, you're still mm -hmm. in the preparation stages, right? Um, you're going back. Yeah. To what, yeah. Is, what, are, so, what are you having to do for prepare? Uh, you know, every year, like we have our classrooms to set up because there's a lot of things that we have to put away. And then there's a lot of things you have to go through and put kids' names on and stuff, which I think you've helped me with in the past. Mm -hmm. I love <laughs> um, that, yeah. Yeah, I love it too, but it's nice to have the help because just writing the kids' names like 50 times on different things gets really <laughs> tedious. Um, right. But all that prep like really helps at the beginning of the year because then you can just show them like, this is your stuff and this is your space and this is where it goes. And, you know, and I'm, mm -hmm. I'm very organized. So <laughs> I like to have all of that ready to go. But for That's me personally... Cool. I get in a terrible, terrible cycle over the summer where I stay up way too late and sleep in way too late. Like I am naturally not a morning person. Um, I would do very well if school started at like 10 <laughs> instead of like eight. Um, I would do even better if I taught like night school. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, they don't really have first grade night school. So um, <laughs> I, I swear I needed like a job that's like an evening job. Um, <laughs> but I do love what I'm doing. Um, so that's the toughest thing for me is just like getting into the the habit again. But I end up like I always end up losing a little weight throughout the school year because I do like you do. I'll try to do meal, meal prep at the beginning of the week, um, at least for my lunches. So they're all set to go. Um and it helps me with being able to like stop at the grocery store and all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. So I don't do, I don't work well if I have to like scramble in the morning. Yeah. Um, so I just try to do things like that, get myself set up. Usually the first week of school, I'm like extra good and now like set up my outfit for the next day and everything. Um, and then after the first week, like that starts to go away. I start staying up a little bit later than I said I was going to. I'll stop like, deciding what clothes I want, like just a few things will just get thrown by the wayside, but I'm usually good for a few days. <laughs> um, so yeah. So, you know, for me now I've done this, this will be like my 13th year. So it's, I've been doing this a long time. <laughs> um, so at least some of it's kind of down to a science, which is good. Um, yeah. But yeah, the schedule, schedule changes are always the hardest. <laughs> For sure. And like, there's a lot of teachers that take the summer to go on like vacations, like to, to other countries and, or like just go mm -hmm. on trips and stuff like that and try to take advantage of that time off. And it's like, how do you guys get back into the, the swing of it? I don't, that's, do you guys right. have a lot of um, breaks throughout the year? I don't remember. Um, We don't like I did in California because we're more of a traditional um, schedule. So where in California, I had more of like a modified year round. So the summer was shorter, but you got like three weeks around the holidays. You got like two weeks for spring. So here it's pretty much like a week for everything. We get a gotcha. few days for Thanksgiving. We don't get the whole week, but we'll get like a week for Christmas and New Year's. We'll get like a week for spring break. And then we have like the long summer, which contrary to what people think, we don't get paid for the summer. <laughs> so most of us take on second jobs or third jobs, or we try to teach summer school like I did, but there's not always enough positions for everybody that wants them. Gotcha. Um, so, yeah. So for me, I felt like this year, because I did teach summer school, um, I feel like I didn't quite get as much rest as I normally do. Um, mm -hmm. But I'm okay with that. I'm, I'm feeling good. I feel really positive. I did some trainings and stuff like voluntary trainings over the summer. So I'm kind of feeling energized to get back to try out some of the stuff that I was learning. That's so, cool. Yeah. A lot of like positive mindset kinds of things and more of like more calming corner type stuff that I've been wanting to implement better and just haven't. <laughs> so yeah. So that sort of thing. Um, nice. So. Yeah, I'm sure. I think I feel like every job. I wish there was like a some sort of break, maybe an optional break that you could take, <laughs> like intermittently or for the holidays or during the summer, like just working at McDonald's or like uh, uh, well, the the company I was working for or something like just having a break once in a while so that you can mm -hmm. reset and 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 get. <laughs> 
yourself back in order and back on track and, you know, feel rested and then get back to it. I feel like, isn't there some country somewhere has to have already implemented that? I know that like there's some. In, Probably like Switzerland or something. Right? Yeah, <laughs> well, not really. Right, One I know the countries that, that has it put together. I know that they do like family time. Well, Italy too. Italy, like at a certain time, whenever I think it's either lunch or supper, um, everybody goes home. Like you, you, nobody works. Everybody drops what they're doing. They go home. And I don't know if it's just one town or if it's all of Italy or whatever, but um, to go home and have to have that meal with their family. Like, right. I feel like a lot of other countries take family and and self-care a lot more seriously. Like, for example, like China, for example, I think is one that I, that I read about or one somewhere um, that allows women to take that week off that they need monthly <laughs> to, mm-hmm. you know, just take care of yourself at home. Don't, don't worry about any of this. And then here we are like freaking Godzilla going through <laughs> <laughs> work week. Like we're freaking machines. Damn it. It's true. Yeah, it's so. true. Yeah. Unfortunately that's been the nature of just the United States and what we've kind of decided is going to be the norm. And now it's like frowned upon if you want to take a mental health day or you want to take some time. I mean, especially millennials who we've talked about this in the past about how millennials tend to be a little bit more conscious of our mental health. Um, And we get a shit ton of flack for it. And it's like, well, look at other countries. They're happier. They're healthier. They're living generally happier lives because they take care of their citizens they give them an appropriate amount of time off it's not shameful if you stay home from work for a day because you need it yeah, you know we need to like normalize you know having having a break taking a break it's for not sure. shameful to not work constantly which is yeah. you know what our parents drilled into us like if you're not working you're not making money and you're not or, and if you're not making money you're not trying hard enough you know I think it goes back to, uh, I think we talked about this a, a while ago, just um, straight out of high school and straight from being educated, you know, going through years of education, they're like, okay, now you got to hit the road running. You got to, you got to start making money. You got to, you know, do whatever profession, go and go to college. You have to always be doing something. And that's what I think mm-hmm. I've found over the years in, in America. You're always having to rush to the next spot. Like nobody stops, just stop the whole stop and smell the flowers thing. And then like, stop and take a bath instead of a shower. Don't like just <laughs> pause for a freaking minute. You don't have to always be on the go, but that's, that's what we're conditioned to do here. Like we we're we're pretty much to the grind until we get to retire. And then you have what, f- if you're lucky, 14, 15 years of, of retirement, but you've worked for like 70 or however long it is, you know? Like you I mean, at this point, yeah. Not um, the whole 70 years, but. <laughs> I mean, the numbers are not, li- I don't have them in front of me. I'd have to look it up. But, you know, Social Security is not looking good for our generation. <laughs> you know, yeah. there may not be much left for us when we get there. So we have to kind of prepare to be willing to work well into our 80s, I think. Yeah. Well, here's the um, thing. We're, we're working. We've been working so long i've had so many jobs and and working for so long already i'm only 37 but I was, i'm like feel like been working my entire life for nothing mm-hmm. for nothing to show i there's some people who have like homes and five kids and a great car and all this other stuff and that's great you know millennial that, that that's fine that's great that's awesome i don't mm-hmm. i i <laughs> most of us i think are just grinding until we're dust and Mm -hmm. barely making it barely getting by with what we get you know yeah i mean that was a huge reason for me moving out here was on a full-time well-educated teacher salary (laughs) i could not afford to live out that there was no uh, and at the time i was married you know we had two incomes but the prospect of buying a house was very 
slim, <laughs> you know, there, there wasn't going to be much. And if we were getting something, it was going to be, you know, way out in a fire zone, <laughs> something kind of old and shoddy, you know, like, and it's still going to be $500,000, you know, whatever. Um, so that was part of the reason for moving here. And what I've run into here is, yeah, like the cost of living is less. And at first I took a pay cut, you know, I've been here long enough that I'm kind of closing that gap, but rent, there's no rent control, just like mm. anywhere else. <laughs> yeah. Um, so rent is astronomical. It's the majority of what I pay. Um, and you know, and I went through a divorce, which also, you know, is hard financially. And I think about people who've had it worse off than me that are trying to work full time and maybe don't have the health benefits I do. Maybe they're not well, maybe they have some kind of disability and they can't get the sort of assistance that they need. You know, if it's hard for me and I'm in a fairly privileged state, I can't imagine how hard it is for other people. Yeah, it's it's insane the fact that, you know, you pretty much have to have really literally hit the ground running right out of high school and started making money and saving, which again, I was not taught saving or credit, you know, working on my credit or mm -hmm. you know, positive credit versus and all these things that really can set you up or or completely destroy your chances at all. You really have to have been start, you know, have to have started right out of high school in order to be at this point in your own home and own property or, or, you know, just being able to fly through life. Like, you know, mm -hmm. Oh, you might or had something, okay. had something gifted, you know, somebody passes away mm -hmm. or whatever, you know, and it's, you've been left some kind of inheritance to some degree. Yeah, some um, sort of circumstance for sure. Yeah. yeah. My sister's a great example just because she was here with my niece who's starting her second year of college. And my sister has said to me, you know, they work really hard. Her husband's in finance. So they've worked really hard to, uh, to teach the kids the things that we didn't get taught about building good credit and things like that. But she mm -hmm. said, she's like, I can't imagine her moving out anytime soon. She's like, we're well prepared to have the kids living with us until their mid to late twenties yeah, where I, they're not going to be able to afford anything, certainly not as a student. And then getting out of college, you're still going to have a pretty close to minimum wage paying job. That's not going to pay your rent, let yeah. alone your utilities, your food, doing anything for yourself, your vehicle repairs to your vehicle, you know, like people just look at your income. And then if you're paying rent or mortgage and actually, you know, with the new, so the student loans are coming due here in October. Yeah. And I was very fortunate because I had finished my master's. My BA was all paid off. I decided to go back and get my master's, which I'm glad I did because the state of New York requires it um, yeah. for teachers after five years. Um, so got all that finished. And right before I was supposed to start paying on it, COVID hit and they put the, um, the stop on or the freeze on the loans. Right. In the meantime, life happened. My divorce happened. My living situation has happened. And now I have these loans coming up that, yeah, back when they were originally due, it would not have been a problem. And now it's a problem. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, even there's this new, uh, Biden had announced this new like save plan. Well, that's great, but I don't live like I'm one of those people that's kind of caught in the middle where I don't, I make too much to qualify for anything, but I make yeah, too little sure. to be able to pay what they're asking me to pay. So it really, I'm just one of those people that's sort of stuck in limbo and it's freaking yeah. me out a little bit. Yeah, that's <laughs> and so yeah. So October is going to be a little frightening for me, but I'm uh -huh. sure I'm not the only one in this situation. No. And I mean, you mentioned something that I think everybody can really relate to. There's a lot of people that are stuck in that middle, that limbo where it's, you know, you're either making too much or not enough. And even when you're talking about like healthcare, for example, and how, um, you know, if you job like for my mine, for example, doesn't offer benefits um, for this particular position. So I'm seeking going back to, to Medi-Cal and, you know, I, 
luckily I was able to get it reinstated, but I was started thinking like people with like the Obamacare and all of that, that was set up. If you made too much, you didn't qualify, but if you don't make enough to actually pay for your own health insurance, you know, if your company doesn't qualify. Mm -hmm. So you take that and you can actually spread that now across the board for many, many people where they're just stuck in this position of having to work their ass off Monday through Friday or sometimes more, sometimes, you know, way, way over time and, and to barely make ends meet, to barely be able to pay. I mean, I don't know about you guys over there, but groceries are out of control. Oh, yeah. I, I am one person and I just a regular, like I try to keep it to the minimum. I may go like once a week and get like produce and stuff like that. I used to be able to get by spending maybe two, 250 if I'm spending a little bit on, you know, something else that I want for the entire month. Wow. It's at least doubled. Oh, yeah. Easily. Yeah. Yeah. I've got a six foot four husband that works out (laughs) and run. He's constantly going like a freaking robot. And uh, my mom is um, eats with us, too. So I've got all that that I grocery shop for. And oh my God, mm-hmm. it's like my whole paycheck. <laughs> it's gone. So I pretty much work yeah. for, our, for our meals. It's insane. It's insane. It is. So we're, we're all, we're all just freaking beating our heads until we're 60, 78. Oh yeah. No way. You just mentioned we're probably going to be working until we're in our eighties. So, Hey, at least, we're you know, if we don't, <laughs> if we don't die before, well, no. at least I can count on, uh, the one good thing about being a public school teacher is that we have great medical benefits There you go. because they don't want to pay us a proper salary, but they'll make sure that we're staying well <laughs> enough that we can keep coming into work all the time. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I'll at least be healthy. There you go. At least, at least when you do, if you do get a chance to retire, at least you'll have, you know, a good five-ish years of just, you know, travel. <laughs> right. <laughs> Maybe. And that, you know what? And I'm just going to just briefly touch on, okay, so we've got all that stuff we talked about when it comes to just how hard we're having to work for so little to make barely ends mm-hmm. meet, um, no matter the size of your family, whether it's just you or multiple, you're having to bunk up with yeah. somebody else because you can't afford rent. So you're, you're roommating with somebody, a stranger sometimes. And, you know, and then and you're going to be doing this for a very, very, very long time. And then people wonder why the mental health crisis is so bad here. Like, especially amongst mm-hmm. our demographic of, of our generation, because we're so aware of that, we're like, uh, guys, this is definitely going to make me go crazy. <laughs> I'm really going to. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. And not only that, but think about domestic violence. How many people cannot fathom splitting up with their violent partner because they cannot afford, just flat out cannot afford yeah. to live anywhere else or move? Moving is fucking insane. Yeah, you're, you're trapped anyway you, you cut that cake. And you, especially if you have mm-hmm. a kid with that person or you have a kid at all. Yeah. Because you can risk a lot of, of God, it's just a risk either way. And we're just, we're trapped. We're trapped like rats. So we, and we don't have the ability to spend tons of money to go on a trip to get a break once in a while. Or to, like, I mean, I guess I could camp in the backyard if I want to take a break. You know, I, I have a pool. I can go swimming. You know, like it just, we don't get to just up and go take breaks from life. Yeah. Well, I think that's why whoever these people that market this kind of stuff uh, <laughs> came up with the terms of like taking a staycation or um, having a self-care day. Yeah. It's like, well, you guys can't afford jack shit. So let's like turn your everyday things into something special and new like no (laughs) lighting some candles and sitting in the bathtub is not gonna do it for me (laughs) no because you know what i have to get up and i have to sit there and i have to remember shit i've got to clean this thing because nobody else is doing it so you're just sitting there thinking i've got to clean my house i've got to clean well if you're me i've got to do all this cleaning like no there's no (laughs) relaxing if i go to a hotel or something i don't have to worry about cleaning their tub afterwards like i could just 
soap <laughs> in the right. hotel tub. At this point, I'm just going to start eating the aromatherapy candles because <laughs> sniffing them is not working. <laughs> Maybe they're more potent if you ingest it. <laughs> and you know who's not helping? Fred with his fucking Kleenex tissue boxes that are like, surprise, there's kids in this house that aren't here. <laughs> Fred, that's not a relaxing tissue box. No. And it doesn't make me want to cry. Once Fuck you, Fred. It makes me want to lie. <laughs> burn the tissue boxes oh my god well and i also have to mention being a now single person with no children who has no desire to have children i feel like i'm constantly getting punished for not having kids when it comes to all this financial shit it's like how many dependents do you have none all right let's tax the shit out of you and let's also give you really high payments on stuff because you don't have to pay for anyone else but i don't i've chosen partially to not have people to pay for because I can't afford myself to begin with. (laughs) So this doesn't make any sense to have more bodies in my house (laughs) that I just, I know I won't be able to pay for, even if you're giving me like, I don't know, what is it? Like 2000 bucks a kid every tax season. Like that's gone in a month, (laughs) half a month. Yeah. Jeez. Anyway, <laughs> eat, you're at a house and home. Right. Eating myself at a house and home. Jeez. <laughs> I don't even have a home. <laughs> I barely even eat. <laughs> I spilled it for a crumb of bread. I had a graham cracker and a can of beans. That's, that's what I got. The beans were like two bucks a can. Like, what the fuck? Oh my God. Didn't like canned canned vegetables used to be like 25 cents a can oh my gosh like they're all over a dollar now yeah the 99 cent store is no longer the 99 cent store <laughs> it was 99 and up or like right or like 99 and to 5.99 i don't know there's things that i go through there and like 99 cent wishful thinking store <laughs> yeah. we're just still colored purple that's all you know we're still just right just so we'll just keep it. stop giving it a title. It's just expensive. It's just all expensive. Seriously. <laughs> I don't understand. Oh my God. Not one thing is 99 cents. <laughs> so yeah. So yeah. Working for nothing fucking sucks. Working asses yeah. off too. Ew. That is the biggest <laughs> ew of all. <laughs> biggest ew. <laughs> What is your minor ew? <laughs> yeah, because that one that one definitely takes the cake. Um, my secondary ew is um, uh, inconsiderate and unabashed selfishness in society these days. I'm so tired of it. Like we we have, um, I think, kind of, and and this does come from a situation that happened at Costco. Um, oh, no. I, I was driving my mother. So I'm six foot tall and I'm, I'm a bigger girl, but I decided to drive my mom's Mini Cooper to Costco. And this truck parked right next to the driver's side. I'm not, I'm not joking, dude. I could not get into the freaking vehicle. And I was not about to climb my, you know, self over the center console of a Mini Cooper. It's just not going to happen guys. And (laughs) so I had to wait, I had to wait until this woman was done. And the part that set me off, I wasn't expecting, Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I can't believe I did that. No, I wasn't expecting that. I was expecting acknowledgement at all. Just any, any little bit like, Oh wow. Sorry. I, I wasn't thinking, or she did not say one thing to me. I said, Oh, is this your truck? And she's like, yeah. And I'm like, okay, great. Cause I've been waiting for 30 minutes to get into my vehicle. Um, and I even called like Costco management and everything. Anyway, oh, God. <laughs> like I, he was going to help me back out. That's what I, that's what I was looking forward to. He was at least going to help me back the car out. But anyway, um, she didn't say anything. She said not one thing after that. And then the manager even came out and he's like, oh, you're kind of over the line there. Aren't you? Nothing. She said nothing. And then she just drove off and I'm like, again, I wasn't looking for a whole lot, but just some acknowledgement that you thought that you were the only mother fluffer in the world. Like Mm -hmm. it just does not stop shocking me and I see it more and more. And it's just really sad. People have become so self-centered and so out for their own gain and their own, 
um, acknowledgement, like that you want, you want the entire world to acknowledge you, that you exist and that you are the only person here who matters, but you won't acknowledge any other human being. And kindness is out the freaking window. Nobody is kind anymore. And it's just, it's super sad. It's super sad. I, I cried because that was just the most disappointing thing to just experience how bad this world is getting firsthand. Yeah. You know? That's yeah. awful. Yeah, that's a total I'm so you. sorry you had to go through that. That's okay. But I that is ill. Totally ill. <laughs> so like who needs a big ass truck? My sister and I used to always talk about this. Like there's a joke out there in San Diego about the East County dudes with their fucking lifted trucks. And we're like, you don't even need these. You don't use them for fucking anything. Just to drive this big ass truck around that's so big that like it doesn't fit into a normal spot you're inconveniencing everybody else it's clearly damaging the environment we're like out here there's like people who legit need large trucks for their work like you know if you are a farmer a logger somebody that you know has a job where they really need that kind of stuff but they're also not like lifting it and making it look all fucking stupid yeah but i mean that's just selfish to begin with that she had that big ass vehicle if it was even hers i mean she's yeah yeah Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) also i think it's funny that you said your mom drives a mini cooper because i always will picture your mom driving that old red van she had when we were in high school (laughs) that was awesome she hasn't had that for like decades now like i don't don't know so what i learned to drive in (laughs) did you really yeah she taught me how to drive in that oh my gosh (laughs) I learned to drive in (laughs) talking about big trucks in a GMC Sierra that my stepdad had at the time. But the day that I went to take my driver's test, my mom had me drive her brand new trailblazer, which I had never driven before. So like everything was in a different spot. Like the truck had like the, um, the emergency brake was one of those step on ones, but the trailblazer is more like a vehicle and it had like the pull up one. So like, you get in the car and they're asking you all these things. And I'm like, uh, I don't know where that is. I don't know where that is. I swear the woman passed me just because it was a brand new vehicle. And she's probably like, this is the cleanest vehicle I've been in all day. You pass. (laughs) But my mom still has that trailblazer. Holy cow. Still drive it. I know they don't drive it very far, but they do still have it. Um, yeah. My ew was not so dramatic. Um, <laughs> my ew is clogged drains. Yeah. Especially when you live alone and you have to unclog your own drains. And <laughs> then, uh, so I actually put down on here, it's me. Hi. <laughs> I'm the problem, it's me. Because it's all my <laughs> clogging up that fucking drain. <laughs> oh, no. At least it's your own. Like, you're not digging out yeah. somebody else's hair. <laughs> Well, and for people that know me, I have very long blonde hair (laughs) and it likes to shed like a motherfucker. I don't know how I'm not bald. Like I, yeah, it sheds everywhere. And so it's all down the drain. So now it's been like almost like a once a month thing. I have to like unclog my drain and it's so gross because not only is it the hair, but there's like soap clogged in there with it and shampoo scum and like Oh, Whatever man. dead spiders I've like kicked down the drain on the shower. <laughs> it's just gross and it always smells bad. And I'm like, oh, I can't blame anyone but myself. <laughs> Damn it. Oh my God. So, yeah. Yeah. So selfishness Ew. and clogged <laughs> drains. Ew. Ew. <laughs> oh, man. Alrighty, everybody, do not forget to rate us and follow our show on Google, Apple, Spotify, and Amazon Music, and now Audible as well. Um, mm-hmm. Share us, uh, sharing us, it, it boosts the signal so that we can uh, be shown to people who have not seen us but might be inter- interested in us. Oh, I can't talk. <laughs> send us to the rando dudes. Yeah, just just send us to someone. Like, just even if it's like a prank, just send us to them, and they might get. <laughs> My sister, I will give credit to my sister. She follows Mandy Patinkin, and we love Mandy Patinkin on TikTok. And um, he was going on vacation and asked for suggestions for podcasts to listen to, and she suggested ours. 
I'm sure he never listened. (laughs) Or maybe he did and we just didn't catch him. Oh, man. Maybe. I know. Well, he didn't leave a comment if he did. So, Mandy Patinkin, if you listen to us now, we also absolutely love you. I wish I was actually named after him, but alas. Just tell people you are. That would be badass. Yeah. I totally should. Totally should. I mean, <laughs> being named after the Barry Manilow song is, you know, interesting, but people don't know him anymore. <laughs> I'll just, I'm just going to switch it up. I am now named after Mandy Patinkin. <laughs> the end. The end. That's it. <laughs> anyway, I interrupted you again. Please continue. No, that's no, totally fine. Ladies and gentlemen, you've reached the end of yet another episode, and we're so glad that you stopped by. As an old friend of mine, Mr. Rogers would say, you always make... (gasps) Fred Rogers. Fucking hell. That is why the tissue boxes are so childish. Because the guy's name is Fred Rogers? Yeah. Is that Mr. Rogers' brother? Fred, wasn't that his first name, Fred? Am I wrong? Oh, I don't know. We're not on a first name. We weren't on a first name basis. It was just Mr. Rogers. It was always just Mr. Rogers. Cozy cardigans. I'm sorry. I've interrupted you again. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Okay. I'm going to quote Mr. Rogers here. You always make each day a special day. You know how? Do you know how, Stacey? How? By just being yourself. There's only one person in the whole world that's like you, and that's you. And people can like you exactly the way you are. Oh, not sweet. Isn't that is sweet. Lovely. So, won't you be my neighbor and come back for another episode after our little hiatus break? <laughs> <laughs> won't you be my neighbor? Won't you be, be my neighbor? <laughs> are we happy? <laughs> I'm gonna beat this. Oh, that was not gonna be appropriate. Never mind. I'm not gonna say it. I'm gonna beat some kind of box. (laughs) That's exactly what I was gonna say. I'm gonna beat this box out of here. (laughs) Cuffing season? (laughs) Yeah, or like people are trying to pair up because the holidays are coming. Oh. Yeah, uh, the thing. It's a thing. Sorry, no can do, baby doll. (laughs) Oh my God, I'm like, wait, what are we doing? I'm out of the, out of the mindset of doing the podcast. Podcast. The (laughs) podcast. The podcast. We're out today in our little rowboat. (laughs) <laughs> on the pond paddling upon the pond <laughs> insert frog sounds <laughs> anyway <laughs> wait do it again that's awesome tadpole I'm a tadpole I'm a tadpole I'm a baby frog I'm a baby frog can't that I ain't got no legs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway, the tadpoles have a growth mindset because they don't have legs yet. Yet. <laughs>